spread love doom 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 spread love hello beautiful people and welcome to POV with Kristen Gilmore where i interview interesting people that you and i are getting to know together this podcast was created to enlighten enrich and inform the basis is to spread love and extend god's grace to yourself and others Hello, beautiful people. Y'all are my people. Welcome to another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. It's the new segment from my motivational nuggets to love by love. But the title of this one is The Power of Your Words. I want to talk about that. Do you know how powerful your words are? the seeds you plant with the things that come out of your mouth. Now, you know, you can plant different kind of seeds. You can plant dandelions. You can plant roses. You can plant things that don't grow because you plant them during the wrong season. There's a lot of planting we can do. In this day and age, I want to make sure that we are planting things that grow in the right season. That doesn't mean because you planted them now that they are going to grow tomorrow. That means that you are planting in preparation for what's to come. And you're trusting God's timing along the process. But if you don't plant, it can't grow, right? I want to talk about the power of your words. There's a song that Kirk Franklin wrote called Love. And I just want to, it hit me right as soon as I press the button and come on here. And the words go, love, a word that comes and goes, but few people really know what it means to really love. Somebody love Though the tears may fade away I'm so glad your love will stay Cause I love you And you show me Jesus What it really means To love love. How do we show people we love them? Is it through our actions, through our words, what we do do, what we don't do, how we show up? How do we show ourselves that we love ourselves? Is it our actions? (laughs) Is it what we do do and what we don't do? How we show up? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh my goodness, you all. I remember early on when um, <laughs> when I was in high school and I had my first romantic love experience. My heart would beat fast. My hands would get sweaty. All the guys that I, attract- that I was attracted to weren't attracted to me until I met this one. And he was, he saw me. He saw me. 
I saw him. We had something special. Truth be told, though, I wasn't the only person he had something special with, but he was the only person I had something special with. (laughs) So I don't discredit it. I learned a lot from it. I learned a lot from being available to love. I mean, that relationship truly showed me the love I was lacking for myself because I took more than I should have. I allowed more than was necessary or okay. And I say that now because I had to go through all of that to get me here. But in that moment, I did beat that bush of a lesson till it was a, a nub, honestly. I remember even, even a point where I said to myself, well, as long as I don't see that there are others, it's okay. I was okay with only what he showed me. And I knew what I felt. I knew there were other women even if I didn't catch them, which I did eventually, but I knew there were others. I was just, I was okay in my mind with the love he gave because I didn't know how to love myself. I wasn't completely aware of my worth. I get it. I was in high school, but let me tell you something. Even in the teens, what we don't unlearn or what we don't fix will continue in our adulthood. We will continue to beat that bush. And I say there's power in your words because look at what I said. Look at what I was okay with having, receiving. And I say that because that same man with a different name, and I say that same man with a different name because usually we date the same people same kind of person until we outgrow that experience or that lesson is learned. Met that same man in college. Loved him with my whole heart, y'all. All of me, all of my broken pieces, loved all of his broken pieces. And it was reciprocated. But I met the same man. Same man who loved me when he was with me and loved others when he wasn't. And that was the straw because I learned the biggest lesson of a lack of self-love from him. I'm grateful. I'm grateful he taught me, but it was a costly lesson. Costly lesson. One of the most expensive lessons I've ever learned. Yeah. And I say it was an expensive lesson because it cost me time cost me financially with therapy to undo what I said to myself. Those words I believed, it cost me a life. Now I'm saying all of that to say that everything I went through, I had to. Nothing was a mistake. It was all predestined to happen. I had to learn that way. But in my adulthood, I've learned that when we tell our story, it can save somebody else from having to learn a lesson that we've already learned. So I'm saying that to say, be careful with the words you use. Make sure those that come out of your mouth uplift and empower yourself and the people you surround yourself by. 
Be swift to listen and slow to speak. Everything you want to say doesn't have to be said. Some people are walking around a little more fragile than you. You don't know their story. You don't know their history. You don't know the men's. You don't know the wounds that haven't completely healed. Most importantly, with yourself. Speak over yourself. Speak with words of power. Say the things to yourself that you are afraid to say out loud. Say them. Say them. It's a beautiful thing about the tongue. There's so much power in it. It can speak life. Or it could speak death. And that could be physically. But it also could be emotionally, spiritually, socially. One thing I'll say I've learned that has blessed me is restraint, tact, especially in the workplace. And if I lead with love, love wins. And if I remove my ego from wanting to be right versus wanting to be happy, it shifts the energy in a room, it shifts the energy in me. Changes things. You ever notice how when you hang around someone who has that energy that that uplifts you, you feel like you've just had a strong cup of coffee. You can go and conquer the world. (laughs) Versus when you're around that person who's already low or who just doesn't have the capacity within themselves to lift themselves up, definitely not you. How you feel once you've left them. It is perfectly okay to be aware of those people and what they're going through. Because the truth is that may be you on Friday. It was them on Monday, right? But as soon as you acknowledge that and you do a self-assessment of where you are in your space and what you can handle, what you have to offer, make a wise decision on where you should be with that person in that space, in that situation or scenario. It is perfectly okay to protect yourself. That's what love is. Love is an assessment. Love is an awareness of self and others. Love is when you water a plant that looks like it's wilting. Sometimes that plan is you. You know, we've been taught to be so many things for other people. So when they see us, they see examples of success or um, beauty or the beauty standards that the world wants you to be. All the while, we create this picture and image. It's like dressing up, right? Putting lipstick on a pig. If we haven't done the internal work promise I don't really think that I learned how to completely love myself until I let go of what my husband or anybody else expected of me. And that's daily work. It wasn't until I cut my hair off because I used to feel like it was my pride and joy. It wasn't until I cut it off and went like literally less than an inch of hair on top of my head that I truly saw my face. All that time I've been staring at my hair. (laughs) 
Didn't even know where moles were on my face. <laughs> Didn't know where my smile wrinkles were, my smile lines, or the capacity of the beauty of my eyes. I have a nephew named Connor. He has the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. And it wasn't until I cut my hair off that I saw my own eyes and realized that I have the same eyes. Sometimes we look for beauty in other people and don't see our own. We miss what they see in us because we don't see it. I challenge you to take that time to see the gifts that you carry, the beauty that you hold, the love that you possess, and that you give so freely to others, and you lack in yourself. My husband loves a certain body type. <laughs> it wasn't until I stopped caring that I started to love my own. I had this idea, an image of what I was supposed to wear, the best color lipstick for my lips, how my hair should be, how I should present. And it wasn't until I let go of all of that stuff, stopped wearing makeup. I mean, I was one of those girls who would wear makeup to sweat because I was trying to cover up my flaws. It wasn't until I let go of that that I could truly start to love me. And when I started to love me, I didn't care about those parts that my husband loved. I didn't care about what someone thought that I presented. I cared about how I felt. I cared about my health more. I cared about my heart more. I cared about all of me more. I stopped looking for what was wrong and I started to see what was right. I'm a girl who would look in the mirror and find something to pick at. I am no longer that person. <laughs> How did I get here? It's been a journey. It's been a journey of looking in the mirror, mirror and telling myself, Christine, you're beautiful. I love your eyes. I love your hair. I love your hands. I love your personality. I love your smile. I love your breast. I love your stomach. I love your feet. I love your butt. Hardest parts for me to learn to love completely were my breast and my feet. My breast because these bad boys came in second. I never had a percutating one day of my life. And my feet because they're long and flat. And I have corns on my uh, toes, my pinky toes. And why not love them? Why not love all of me the same way I was made? Why not? What would it hurt me to love me? It would empower me to love me. Those are all things, you know, that someone else could say, oh, you could change that if you want. Sure. Sure. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe there are parts of me that I have to accept that, I've, that are who I am. My feet. I can't make them shorter. My breast, I could have surgery, but I'm not going to do that. That's just not for me. It's not my path. If it is yours, go for that. If that's what would make you feel happier. But I pray you find that happiness before you touch your body. I pray you find that love 
before you have to add anything to it because it's all cosmetic. We're looking for that inner love, that inner peace, that inner power of our words. You possess that. I possess that. Let's let that grow so that no matter what the world says we need, we know that we're enough just the way we're made. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. I hope you've received a word that'll help heal your judgment of self and others. I hope you found some extra space in your heart for you and for others. I hope that from this day forward, you lead with more love. Till next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. See you next time. Bye. Ha. Ooh. Ha.